Where I go, seeking a refuge for my soul, needing a friend to help me in the end. Where could I go but to the Lord? Thank you, Dave. Bible doctrines. Bible doctrine. We talked about this last week. It had been a while since we have been in Bible doctrine. So just out of the sake of review, in this series we've seen the existence of God. All these are on sermon audio. If you want to go back and listen, that's great. I'm not going to reteach them. We've seen what God wants. We've seen describing God. We've seen the Trinity. We've seen things Jesus was. We've seen the person called the Holy Spirit. We've seen the unforgivable sin. And we've seen total depravity. Last week, we talked about free will. And I told you that I had written that sermon months ago. And um, this past week, the Lord showed me something that I want to make sure that I present. Um, this is important. Free will. <coughs> 1 Peter 1-2 is one of the verses we covered last week. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Now we talked about how that most Christians believe that God looked down from heaven and saw who would believe and those are the ones that he elected. He foreknew and so he elected them. And we discussed how that scripture says he did in fact look down but he found nobody. Foreknowledge means the direct act of God. The uh, um, uh, forethought <coughs> of God. The decree of God. He made it happen. So it's much, much more than just knowing ahead of time. But there's an illustration that I wish I had thought of last week, and I found it, and I want to share it with you. Acts 16, 14 was another one of the verses we talked about last week. A certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened. Why? Would the Lord open Lydia's heart if he knew before she would choose him? Why would the Lord open Lydia's heart if he knew before she was going to choose him? Folks, I submit to you, he knew before she wouldn't. Had God not opened her heart, she would have done none of this, as all of us were the case. If God did not foreknow us, in fact, I think I talked about that. So he foreknew, forethought, prearrangement. That's what the word means. So he foreknew her to choose him. He opened her heart. I wish I had thought about that last week. God could have put it in my mind. He didn't, so I'm, I'm grateful. But at the same time, what a powerful illustration of free will. Another one that I wish I had put in last week, 2 Timothy 4.8. Henceforth, this is Paul writing, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but to all them that love his appearing. Paul saying, when we die, we get crowns. Okay, we get rewards. 
But there's another verse. Revelation chapter 4 comes into play with this. Revelation chapter 4 verse 10. The four and twenty elders, which in our Revelation series uh, uh, points to Christians as a whole. Okay, we're not going to teach that again, but it's in the Revelation series. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne, which is God, and worship him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before him. They cast their crowns before him, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord to receive glory, honor, and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. We are in this group. This has not happened yet. We are going to be in that crowd. We are going to have crowns. Paul said all the love is appearing are going to have crowns, but I think there's going to be much, much rewards given as well. We're going to be in that crowd. We're going to take those crowns he gives us, each one of us, and we're going to give them right back. Just think that down. Why will we give them back? Why will we give them back? If the Lord hadn't changed our will, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. Not me. I'm not worthy to receive a crown. Because if the Lord hadn't changed our will, we would have not earned them. Lydia would not have chosen the Lord. Neither will any one of those people wearing a crown. And they're going to say, thank you. I don't deserve this. You changed my will. My will was to do wrong. Scripture says that. Only the only way that I can get around that is pride. I did this. No, we did not, if the Bible's true. I wish the Lord had given me that last week. He didn't. That's fine. But two very, very powerful illustrations on free will. Now that we're going to go into the atonement, don't answer out loud. Does anyone know what the atonement is. Raise your hand. Okay? When we get done today, you're going to know what the atonement is. The atonement is a Bible doctrine, meaning exchange of equivalent value. Exchange of equivalent value. Now, that definition is almost less understandable than the atonement, but we're going to come back to this I need one of you men to write that down because in a few minutes I'm going to ask what does that mean and I don't want Bonnie to feel like she's got to tell me. I want the guys to tell me. And so I've got uh, uh, Terry, I've got Dave, I've got Tom, I've got Ray, I've got Alan, and I've got, um, don't tell me, don't tell me, Hunter, Jerry, I've got Jerry. Okay, so we got plenty of guys. I need one of y'all or all of y'all to write it down so that when I ask what does atonement mean, someone, one, one of your men can just start saying it. That's what I'm after. Okay? We're going to do this four more times after atonement. So we've got a total of five words that I want to ask the men to write down so that when they come up again, I can say, tell me what that word means, and one of you men can just do it. Don't just me. I'll say, what does that mean? And one of you just start saying it. Ask people, this is my introduction. Ask people why did Jesus have to die? 
Has anybody ever asked that question of someone? I used to wear a t-shirt that said, if we can get to heaven by being good, why did Jesus have to die? I used to wear that all the time. I wore the thing out. Why did Jesus have to die? You will be shocked at the answers. You will be shocked at what people think was the reason for Jesus being on the cross and how they have nothing to do with the Bible. Nothing. This is the reason for this lesson, to show them they need what he did. None of them think they need what he did. All of them give it into something about his personality. Had nothing to do with his personality. And today we're going to look at the atonement, which is an exchange of equivalent value, right? Did I get that right? Come on, man, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, thank you. An exchange of equivalent value, that's the atonement, and this is the purpose of this sermon, is to show that they, not us, we know it, okay? They need what he did. Very important in witnessing that we know what we're talking about, which is why so many of us never witness, because we're afraid we're going to say something wrong. This is for you. This is a wonderful place to start. Why did Jesus have to die? It's an excellent first question to a stranger. Ask if you can use their Bible. If they don't have one, use yours. If you don't have one, you need an app on your phone with the Bible, but you should always have a Bible handy, and the phone is the easiest way, but don't go to your Bible, go to their Bible. Even if they're Jehovah's Witness, go to their Bible. Okay? Even if they're Mormon, go to their Bible. Now, that's not the Book of Mormon, but they do have a copy of the Scriptures. Go to their Bible. Even if they're Pentecostal, even if they, they're anything, it doesn't matter. Can we use your Bible? Okay? A lot of times they'll say, I don't know where it's at. Okay? That's the reason I ask the question. Because I want people to recognize this is something I should know and I don't. And that's the reason I don't know, so I don't know what my Bible is. But ask if you can use their Bible. We're going to take them first to Isaiah 53.4. Isaiah 53.4 was one of the, the verses that Ray read just a few minutes ago. Why did Jesus have to die according to Isaiah 53.4? Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Verse 6. All we like sheep had gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. The question is, why did Jesus have to die according to Isaiah chapter 53? Now at this point, let them figure it out. Let them say, you know what, I really don't know. Or let them guess, but give them a chance to get it wrong. Because we want them to get it wrong. Not so we can be right, but so we can show that they need what he did. That's our point. We want to show that they need what he did. So why did Jesus have to die according to Isaiah 53? Our griefs he took. Our sorrows 
He took our transgressions. He took our iniquities. He took the chastisement of our peace or the price of our peace. He took. We are healed because of what He took. Our sicknesses. The iniquity of us all. He <coughs> took. Does that say anything about His personality? No. It says on the cross, He did this. Now, had He not done that, would I still have all that? Yes, I would. The atonement is an exchange of equivalent value. Jesus on the cross took all that. But what did He give in exchange? It has to be equivalent. What did He give? His blood. Don't say His life. His blood. Okay? Had He been uh, strangled, wouldn't work. The blood had to come out. That's why He had to do that. Again, we're not trying to be right. We're trying to show them they need what he has. Catholics have no concept of this whatsoever. A lot of Baptists have no concept of this. Matthew 20, 28 is where we're going next. Matthew 20, 28, to answer the question, why did Jesus have to die? Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Now this one is much easier to spot. Why did Jesus have to die? Ransom. Ransom. To release by payment. What have you meant write that down? Ransom means to release by payment. An exchange of equivalent value. He took something for us so that we could get something in exchange for what he took. Son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life. That's what he gave. Now what did I get in this exchange of equivalent value? My life. But what if he didn't? Would I have it if he had not? What does it say about being good and going to heaven? That's what we're going after. Their Bible may not be King James. In fact, in all likelihood, it won't be King James, especially if it's Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's Witnesses have the New World Translation, and trust me, it's got its problems. Use it anyway. I've checked it out, and all of these are there. All of them are there. Okay? I found one that I had never heard before, so I'm going to use it as an illustration. Help them find the answer in this. Just as the human one didn't come to be served, but rather to serve and to give his life to liberate many people. Now you can say, I don't use anything but the King James. That's not going to help them get saved. But you can help them find ransom in their Bible. And that's the point. We want them to see that we're not using trickery. We're not trying to twist what their Bible says. We're not using one of the weird translations. It's in your Bible. Let's use your Bible to find out why did Jesus have to die if we can get to heaven by being good. John 3.36. John 3.36 is next. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. 
Now this one is well known. It's right in the same chapter as John 3.16. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. That's why everybody believes in Jesus. Why did Jesus have to die? Why did he have to? Well, so he could have eternal life. So what did he do? What did he accomplish that gives us eternal life? Was he just a nice fella? Was he showing us how to live in love? Was he a victim of his own teachings? What did he do that gives us eternal life? The wrath of God was on us. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God, or this is why, the wrath of God abideth on him. We cannot go to heaven with God's wrath on us. Jesus took it. So what does that say about being good and going to heaven? Romans 1.18. Romans 1.18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Why did Jesus have to die? Now this one should be the easiest one ever. Clearly, the wrath of God. What is the wrath of God and why was it on me? What did Jesus do to take that wrath off of me? Okay. Very important that we ask the question because it lets us know if they're listening. Romans 2.5. Romans 2.5. Again, we're in their Bible, whatever it is. Help them find what it is that caused Jesus to die. It won't be hard in any translation. I promise you, any translation, you can do this and it will come out fine. If we're not so angry, it's like, well, I can't use that. It's not King James. At that point, you might as well just stop talking. Romans chapter 2, verse 5. But after thy hardness and impenitent heart, treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds. Why did Jesus have to die there it is again the wrath the righteous judgment or justice of God who will render according our deeds now this says we get to heaven by being good except the problem is is we're not good the previous five verses that we covered just said we're not good so what did Jesus do an exchange of equivalent value he died, gave his blood. What did he give in exchange? <coughs> or what did he get in exchange? Equivalent value for his blood. Eternal life. That's why Jesus had to die. It was much more than him just being a nice guy. At this point, they think they get it as well as everyone in this room thinks you get it. So, all right, that's good. Uh, I got it, no problem. Patiently ask to keep going. Why? Because it's much more than five verses. Okay? We're going after preponderance of evidence now. Romans 3.19. <coughs> Romans 3.19. 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 Romans 3.19
Romans 3, 19. <coughs> now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Why did Jesus have to die according to this verse? Well, it doesn't say wrath. Uh, mm, I don't know. Help them find it in their Bible. All the world is guilty before God. What does this say about getting to heaven because we're good people? Romans 3.25. Again, we're not trying to beat them up. We're not trying to win. Will you please just patiently go through your Bible with me so we can see why Jesus had to die? Will you please do that? In kindness, if they're done, they're done. As well as you, if you're done, you can go and walk out. I'm not going to stop you. Okay? But if they will hear it, take them through the whole thing. They need to see, they need what he did. Romans 3.25, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation. Anybody know what that word means? We're going to find out in a minute. Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Now this verse, everybody goes to the end, the forbearance of God. Well, God, he just, he loves us and so he's going to ignore it. That's not what that means. If Jesus had not gone to the cross, God could not have forbearance. Why doesn't God just forgive everybody? Because there's, a, there's an exchange of equivalent value. If the exchange is made, they go to heaven. If not, they got to pay the price that they owe. Satisfaction is what propitiation means. One of you men write that down. We're going to ask him this, back to this one in a few minutes. Propitiation means satisfaction. Satisfaction of what? Satisfaction of the debt. God didn't look down at Jesus and say, oh, okay, now I'm not mad no more. It's not how I work. On the cross, Jesus paid a price. And at the end, God said, all right, I'm satisfied. The price is paid. In fact, one of the last words Jesus said was to telestai, meaning the price is paid. Why did Jesus have to die? To be a propitiation for the remission of sins. That's why he had to die. What if he didn't? We would have our sins and no, uh, what was the propitiation mean? Satisfaction. No satisfaction. No satisfaction. But, but, but I'm good. No, you're not. We all like to think we're good. Go to last week's free will. Go to total depravity and find out how good any of us are. We, there's, there's no goodness in us. Was Solomon good? Jesus commended Solomon. Was Solomon good? There's no such thing. Was David good? Go back and look at 1 Samuel and the sermon audio and find out how good David was. Romans 5, 8. Romans chapter 5, verse number 8. Again, I know you feel like you got it. Please, patiently, let's keep going. Romans 5, 8. But God commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Very important. Much more than being now justified by his blood. Very important. 
we shall be saved from wrath, there it is again, through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, there's that word, what does that mean? We shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. There's two words in here. Why did Jesus have to die? One of them's our title, the atonement. We've received the atonement. What does atonement mean? Somebody besides Ray. What does atonement mean? What do you mean? Exchange of equivalent value. Exchange of equivalent value. Thank you. We have received the exchange of equivalent value. Why? I could not do it on my own. He did the exchange. Wrath reconciled to God. What does it mean to be reconciled? If you've ever been married, you know what reconciled is. Reconciled is where your wife said something that she shouldn't have said, because a man would never do that. It's always the woman that does this. And it gets it to where you're mad at each other and you're not talking. What does it mean when you finally get back together and say, oh, I love you so much? That's being reconciled. It's fixing the problem. It's Romans 6.23. Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Another very famous verse, but they only know the last part. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God wants you to have this gift. Don't you want it? Wouldn't you like to have that? Well, just say these words and you'll get it. And never even mention Jesus. Why did Jesus have to die? Because the wages of sin is death. Not because the gift of God is eternal life. Because God could not give it. Except for the atonement. What does the atonement mean? Exchange of equivalent value. Exchange of equivalent value. See, this is the, the, the downside of the King James is we get used to the big words and we have no idea what they mean. The newer translations, we may not like them, but they spell it out. Romans 8 and 1. By the way, you notice we're going from left to right. Do that. Don't make them bounce back and forth. Let them go left to right so it's fairly easy to find. Romans 8 and 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Why did Jesus have to die? Condemnation. He took the condemnation. But, but I, I thought was God was just forbearing it. No, no, Jesus took it. I thought God gives it. No, Jesus took the price on himself in exchange of equivalent value. This is why the doctrine is called the atonement. 1 Corinthians 1.30 But of him are ye in Christ Jesus who is of God made unto us wisdom, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. A lot of big words in here and if this series continues out in the future we're going to have doctrines that are called sanctification. We're going to have doctrines called the redemption. We'll get to that later. Redemption means by release, by payment. It's exactly the same definition as what? 
To release by payment is the definition of one we already had. Uh, propitiation. So propitiation and redemption is the same thing. What you, okay, write that down. Why did Jesus have to die? Redemption. What is redemption again, Ray? Um, you just said it. What's redemption? Uh, satisfaction of uh, price. Satisfaction by paying the price. <coughs> redemption means that the price is paid. Some of us will go to a restaurant this afternoon to eat lunch. We order our food, the food comes, we enjoy it. Do we get to just leave? But we're good people. I'm a good person. If we were just at church, I'm a good person. You should just let me leave. Yeah. The price has to be paid, even by good people, because there are no innocent people. Redemption is paying the price. First <coughs> Corinthians 5, 7. How many of you knew there was this many of them? That's the point. How can we expect people outside to know why Jesus had to die? We had no idea ourselves. There were so many in the Bible. Again, we're showing them in their Bible so that they can see, hey, it's been there the whole time. I don't know why there's so much dust on it, but it's been there the whole time. We want them to see that it's always been in their Bible, including the Jehovah's Witness Bible. Including the Jehovah's Witness Bible. Including the Mormon Bible. Including the Catholic Bible. Everybody loves the Bible. They just treat it differently. Take theirs. Show them what theirs says. 1 Corinthians 5, 7. Purge out therefore the old leaven that you may be a new lump. Oh great, now we're going to be lumps. As ye are unleavened, for even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Well, sacrifice means payment. Sacrifice means payment. What do you differ than Dave and Ray? Who's going to remember payment? Alan, can you remember payment for me? Ray? Uh, 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 okay, so. Stop telling me. I'm never going to learn it if I get it. I have to think Hunter. This guy is a Hunter. Hunter. Jerry Hunter. Every time. Every time. Why did Jesus have to die? Easy. Sacrificed for us. What does sacrifice mean, Hunter? What does sacrifice mean? It's the one I just told you to remember. Payment. payment. That's it. Payment. Okay. Am I going to heaven because I'm good? You can't be that good. Only one person could be that good, and even he had to pour out his blood. He could not even just be a good guy, which is why most people think he died. He was a good guy. He wanted to prove what he taught was important. We're looking at what he taught and what it did and why I need it. 1 Corinthians 15, 3. I don't know if we're going to get in by 12 or not. There's a bunch of these. 1 Corinthians 15, 3. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. Folks, this one's easy. Why did Christ have to die? For our sins. But I'm a good person. 
Listen to free will, listen to total depravity, and you'll see how good a person any of us are. The problem is, we just, <coughs> God loves everybody. Oh, it's just so sweet. God loves everybody. It's so much more. It's an exchange of equivalent value. It's much, much more than God just loves everybody. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin for us. Another easy one. Who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Why did Jesus have to die? Exchange of equivalent value. He was sin for us. We gave him his sin. He gave us our blood price paid. Why would he have to become sin if I'm a good guy? Maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. Galatians 3.10 For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Why did Jesus have to die? The curse. You say, I'm cursed? Cursing is it's, it's, it's not some kind of like um, like they do in um, oh God, my brain is fried voodoo we think of cursing as voodoo I'm going to put a curse on you and you're going to have bad luck until you finally do what I tell you to do and the curse is going to be gone now curse comes from sin what is it it's the natural result of sin we did it we're going to have problems ultimately in hell by the way, if God just loves everybody, why make hell? It, it, these things don't make sense. The curse. Galatians 3.13. By the way, the book of Galatians, they, the church of Galatia, had trusted <coughs> Jesus, and because it was so difficult in the community for them, they had so much persecution, they were going back to being Jews. They were saying, you know what, I'm going to change my mind and go back to where I was. And Paul said, listen, you can't do that. And this is why. It's not just, this is a good guy. He did something. And you're just going to turn your back on that? Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Why did Jesus have to die specifically on a cross? curse it's not voodoo it's something all of us are on and would be had Jesus not what is it exchange of, equivalent exchange of equivalent value Jesus got the curse we got the blood payment made Galatians 4 4 it's like all right I'm done I'm done I'm done all right well, let's have a quiz uh, we'll keep going, right? Nobody likes a quiz. Our point is to show them they need what he did. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Why did Jesus have to die? Redeem. What does redeem mean? I think payment. Payment. Now what did we get? Adoption. But I, th I thought God was the father of everybody. He's not. He's not. 
He adopts some. Ephesians 1 7. In whom we have redemption, guess what, Jerry? In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Why did Jesus have to die, Jerry? Payment. Ephesians, see, this is why we want to make it a little fun for them because it'll stick. If it's just me throwing verses out of it, you need this. They say, why? Okay? This is showing them he did something that they need. What I have is not enough. Walk ye in love as Christ also hath loved us. Oh, everybody knows Jesus loves us. That's why he went to the cross, because he loves us so much. What did he accomplish? Well, it showed he was a good guy. Hath given himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Why did Jesus have to die? Payment. God could not love us if Jesus had not paid the price. Offering and a sacrifice. 1 Timothy 2.6 Who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Who's got ransom? What do y'all got ransom? It's got to be Ray or Dave. Okay, Ray's got it. Which, which ransom? Release by payment. Why did Jesus have to die? Release by payment. Did he do it for everybody? If he did it for everybody, there'd be no hell. Or at the very least, it'd be like the center of the earth and just burning for no reason. Titus 2, 4. There's more? We're in their Bible. We're showing them that you've had this all along just for whatever reason, you didn't notice it, but it's there. Titus 2.14 Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. We think we're already zealous of good works. But we just showed them they don't read their Bible. See, this is a process that builds and builds and builds. The next thing you know, now they understand. Now, our goal is not to get them to commit. <coughs> Do not say the sinner's prayer. You say, well, what if they die and go to hell? If they die and go to hell, the Holy Spirit didn't do his job. The Holy Spirit's got a job. Let the Holy Spirit do his job. Our job is to teach. Show them what's in their Bible and then say, now you know what you do with it is between you and God and leave. That's exactly what I do. So how can that's just horrible? They're gonna die. The Holy Spirit has a job. If I do it for him, it may not be real. So I never, ever use the sinner's prayer. Not once have I ever used the sinner's prayer. Why did Jesus have to die in Titus 2:14? To redeem us and purify us. Redeem means what, Jerry? Payment. Payment for purification. How many of us have water from the city at our house, but we won't drink it because it's too dirty? So we get purified water. But purified water has to be paid for. See, there's lots of illustrations we can use. Our goal is to make them understand they need what he did. Hebrews 2.2 2. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, why did Jesus have to die? 
a recompense. Payment. Payment. Hebrews 2.14 For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that, though, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but took on him the seed of Abraham. Why did Jesus have to die? To deliver them. How did he deliver them? Oh, he was a good guy. He, 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 he meant well, but he was a victim of his own teaching. Yeah, he paid a price that we need paid. Hebrews 9.12 Neither by the blood of bulls and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Why did Jesus have to die? Or specifically, why did he do it with his own blood? This one here, go right to that. Why did he use his own blood? Eternal redemption. What is redemption? Payment. How long does it last? Eternal. Hebrews 10.10 by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Who's got sanctified? What do y'all got? Nope. Now what have you got? Set apart for God. What do you mean write that down? Sanctified is set apart for God. Okay. By the way, there's a doctrine of sanctification, which we will get to eventually, assuming um, things go the way that I think they're going to go. Every priest standeth daily, ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin, sat down on the right hand of God. Why did Jesus have to die? Sacrifice, sanctified, payment made for us, exchange of equivalent value. 1 Peter 1.18 for as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from the vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Why did Jesus have to die again? Why did he take his blood? Why did he take his blood? Redeemed. Payment. 1 Peter 3.18 for Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Christ also hath once suffered for sins. A lot of people think that he suffered because of the sins of the Roman. He suffered because of the sins of the Jews. Why did he have to die? For my sins. My sins. Revelation 5, 9. They sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation. Why did Jesus have to die? He redeemed. And by now we all know that means purchased. How many of us before today knew redeemed means purchased, to be honest? One. Now, do we think that people on the street know this? Well, they got a Bible. They can read it. 
This is why we have to talk. We have to speak a language that they speak. A priest brings God and man together using his word and preferably their copy of his word, their throne copy. But make sure they understand. Don't assume they do. Our sin is much more offensive to the Lord than we understand. But God loves everybody. Oh, come on in. I just love you. That can't work. It won't work. There has to be payment. This explains why hell is forever. This is something that's bothered me my whole life. Why does hell last forever? If people are bad, burn them up. Why make them suffer forever and ever and ever? The rich man and Lazarus, the rich man is suffering right now. As we sit here, he's suffering right now. When we get to heaven, he'll be in hell suffering right then. When we've been in heaven for a million years, the rich man will be in hell suffering for his sins. Why, why, why not just put him out of their misery? It has to be paid. And the only way to pay for even one sin is blood by a non-sinner, Jesus. I don't have that, but I'm a good guy. Guess where I'm going? We need to say thank you so much more, folks. Father, thank you. Jesus, thank you. I knew all this, but I didn't know it like this. Thank you for this group of people that will come here and listen to me. What a privilege it is. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to motivate them to do the same thing. Motivate them to say, this guy doesn't know what I know. And in a very nice way, just ask simple questions. Please, Holy Spirit, motivate us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.